Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Are you really okay with this? Are you okay? Everything's going to be okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm pretty f***ing far from okay. Whoa. Are you okay with this? On the Hammer and Nigel show. Oh, yeah! Yeah, and this first one's right down your alley, Hammer. This seems awfully weird to me. The Browns are severing ties with the legendary quarterback and radio host Bernie Kosar. You know that name, right? I mean, oh, yeah. guy's an icon there. He, he, uh, he, he basically said on social media that he placed a legal $19,000 bet on the Browns to beat the Steelers. The Browns fired him. Are you okay with this? No, I'm not. And this stinks. First of all, Poor Bernie. Not only did he get fired, but he lost his bet, too. But um, <laughs> Well, there's that. Uh, <laughs> sports betting just became legal in Ohio recently. So, Bernie Kosar doesn't do anything illegal, waits for it to become legal. And as a representative of the Browns, he thought he would make a big bet on the Browns to win sure. against the rival Steelers. Well, because he's technically an employee of the Cleveland Browns, even though the NFL was partnered with gambling outlets left and right, yeah. you can't bet on football if you get a paycheck from an organization. Is that the policy? It is. And that stinks. Because well, he's not I mean, he's not a player. Right. That should he, only be I mean, a players was. only kind of thing. And that's why I'm not okay I mean, with it. He's not this. even a coach. No. He's a guy he's a radio commentator that works for the team. He's basically a mascot. That's what Bernie Kosar is, because he's beloved in Cleveland. Because he was their quarterback, you know, when the Browns almost got to the Super Bowl, you know, in the 80s. And, you know, he's kind of a down-to-earth, humble guy. He's had his ups, had his downs. And because he bet on the Browns, they canned him. Now, if he was betting against the Browns, all right, I could see that. Yeah. You know, you're getting a paycheck from Cleveland and you bet the house on the Steelers. <laughs> That's probably frowned upon. Just the pure optics. But man, the There's NFL is partnered with Caesars. Like, Caesars is the official sports book of the NFL. And each stadium, I believe, has their own licensing rights to various sports books. He's not a player, he's not a front office member. He's a guy that talks on television about how much he loves the Browns, but because he gets a check from the Browns, they had to fire him for betting. Why are we acting like it's 1973 here and like gambling and sports betting is so taboo? Right. You know, it's 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 not like the mafioso days. Right. Where you had to, you know, have a guy like a book, yeah. make your bets. Right. Hell, the NFL has the Manning brothers doing the commercials for like Caesar right. Sportsbook. And they love the Mannings more than anything else. This is weak. They should have anything, just given him a slap on the wrist and said, Hey, don't do that anymore. You know, suspend him for a game, a preseason broadcast that nobody cares about. This sucks, man. I'm not okay with this. Got another one for you here. Let's Stay in the world of the Cleveland Browns for a second. After a sack against the Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers players did a a CPR celebration. Uh, the guy who got the sack of Deshaun Watson laid on the ground, and his teammates acting like they were pumping his chest with CPR. 
Are you okay with this? No, this isn't such poor taste. Listen, most of the time, if somebody's doing a celebration, my angle is, well, you should have stopped him. If you don't want somebody right. to bat flip, then don't throw him a home run ball. If you don't want somebody to dance after they sack you, don't let them sack you. But considering what has gone on in the NFL the last yeah, week. DeMar Hamlin, yeah, man. Who really need to be resuscitated by CPR. His heart, his heart had stopped beating. Right. Real CPR. So the Steelers guy gets the sack, <laughs> and he's ridiculous. laying on his back on the ground, and his teammates come by, and they're doing like chest compressions. <laughs> I didn't see that. It's such a bad look. They could try to spin this however they want, but they knew exactly what they were doing. And the fact that multiple dudes were in this thing yeah. tells me it was choreographed. Weird. They saw what happened to Damar Hamlin and thought, hot damn, we need to do that in a game, and that's gross. Do you guys see, um, do you see the dude that, that I got another one stay in the world of the NFL. This local Florida dude named Paul Wayne crushed the Star Spangled Banner <laughs> guitar solo at the Jacksonville Jaguars Tennessee Titans game. Uh here's just a little bit of that here. This guy's got like he reminded me of the character Wayne Grow in the movie Heat, the really bad guy, <laughs> just a really mean, murderous bad guy with the mullet and a in a must and a goatee. It was wasn't uh, even really a mullet; it was a skullet because <laughs> yes, yes. he was losing his hair up front, and it was rocking out the back. Man, yes, that's Pierre Jacksonville right there. Yes, that dude. is man. <laughs> I am one hundred percent okay with this because when the dude walked out there, I thought. My God, that's Jimmy Hart, former WWF wrestling (laughs) legend. I had no idea that the mouth of the South could play the guitar, (laughs) but here he is. But then he went on to shred it. I posted this on our Facebook and Twitter. I think the YouTube video has been taken down, copyright crap or something. But I love a good national anthem shredded on a guitar. Sure. Like, I'm here for that kind of stuff. Not everybody agrees. Yeah, man. Not everybody likes it. But when I hear just a rockin' national anthem, yeah, I think Slash, that's awesome. Slash has done it. The guys Kirk and James from Talica do it in San Francisco all the time at Giants games. I think Jimi yeah. Hendrix probably was the one that set the tone sure. with the whole thing. Yeah, I'm here for it, man. I love it. Somebody did the national anthem on the guitar before the Pacers and Clippers game on New Year's Eve that we went to. And just shred it. It was awesome. But if you're talking national anthems, yes. the greatest national anthem of all time, clearly, was former track and field star <laughs> Carl Lewis. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. oh, say, can you see? Wait for it. And the rockets. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'll make up for it now. Now, Naj, I don't have a Grammy Award. I am not someone who's a professional singer. I don't think you're supposed to say uh oh in the middle of your song. Uh oh. I'll make up for it now. Uh, An 18 year old pilot out of LA made an emergency landing with four people, including his grandma, on board. Here is Brock Peters talking about his harrowing landing. I saw the road. I'm thinking, like, that's my only shot. And then once I got lower down, then I'm like, okay, this is it. I have to put this down. This is where I have to. The engine, I heard a boom. 
And then that's when I lost all my engine power. But I had my grandma. She was crying in the back. I had to tune her out and just tune everybody out. And I know tomorrow I'm going to wake up and it's going to be like, did this happen? Okay, nobody was injured during the emergency landing. Are you okay with this? Yes, because it sounds like he did everything right. Despite grandma trying to ruin everything in the back, yelling, crying, screaming, doing pain in the ass grandma stuff. My man's trying to save everybody's life here. Leave him alone. Well, I, I probably be doing the same thing the grandma was, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, and so would you. Uh, real quick, you haven't been to the movie theater lately, have you? I Man, gonna, I haven't been to the movie in about a year. Like, a, uh, like Top Gun Maverick was the last thing I saw in okay. the theater. All right. Um, Avatar, number one at the box office, pulling in another $45 million over the weekend. Global total, $1.7 billion. They're saying like 2 to $4 billion. They're going to have to make this to break even. Uh, I'm, I don't plan on seeing it. I, don't, my, I didn't mind the 2009 version, but I feel like I've just I've seen it before. I just know? don't like blue stuff. Like I don't like the Blue Man Group. I never got into Smurfs, and I don't like Avatar. Blues Brothers, though, you like those guys, right? Well, I love the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yes. Um, some movie called Megan, uh, spelled with a three, was came in at number two. I doubt that's a movie about Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> no, it's it's. M3GAN. It's like, a, like about a killer AI doll or something like that. And then this one um, that the Tom Hanks is in called A Man Called Otto. Have you seen previews for this dud? It looks like a family version of that oh. Clint Eastwood movie, Get Off My Lawn. Yeah. <laughs> It looks awful. That brought in $4 million. Man, Hanks does some duds. Like, he went yeah, on a stretch there in the 90s where it was sure. hit after hit, but he does a lot of turds. And uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, rounding out the top five, three and a half. $3.3 million. Puss in Boots, the uh, animated uh, cartoon and big kids movie, is up there somewhere, too. All right. Uh, we need to talk about this uh, turd of a season that uh, we just experienced with the Indianapolis Colts. So, who's going to be here? Who's not going to be yeah. here? Do we have coaches lined up? What are we going to do about a quarterback? Kevin Bowen from 107.5 The Fan. He'll join us next, right after a look at the news.